Welcome to Leadership DNA, a podcast for those who aspire to be a better leader. Alongside Arturo Gomez, I'm Rob Cressy. And today's topic, energy. And Arturo, I am really excited about this episode because energy is one of the things that I specialize in. So let's start with this. What is energy in relationship to leadership? Well, I, I think it's one of the one of the key uh, components of of being a great leader. I think um, <clears throat> I think the challenge with with driving teams and motivating people is is always finding that uh, that next level of energy to kind of push push the agenda, push individuals uh, to either become better or to meet the um, you know meet the purpose of the business or or the objective. And so, super super important concept in leadership. All right, I completely agree there. But as we all know, energy comes and goes from the morning to the afternoon to the evening. Uh, things happen in life for everyone because everything's not always puppy dogs and rainbows. So everybody's not always at a 100. So let's talk about why is this important to have good energy as a leader? Yeah, I mean, I think when you, you know, I think we've all really noticed it. Um, it's something that maybe we don't pay attention to all the time. I certainly do. I certainly am. I'm very cognizant of my level of energy uh, as it relates to, you know, the specific needs of, of my leadership roles. And so, um, you know, in the morning, <clears throat> in the mornings when I'm, when my energy for me is obviously the, is the highest, you know, it's like literally launching out of bed, excited about what the day has in store. But I think we've all seen experience or experienced instances where, um, you know, there was, you're walking into a business or you're walking into a group and you're instantly able to feel, feel the energy. And so when you walk into, you know, I'll give you a, a quick example. When you walk into a business that has that energy or that charm, it's a place that immediately makes you feel at ease and makes you feel very, very comfortable. And I think that we all have those spots, whether it's our favorite steak joint, whether it's our favorite, you know, ice cream place, whatever it is, there's a certain charm about that business. And that charm really is, it's a number of things. It's, it's, uh, it's happy, happy staff. It's well-organized environment. It's a lot of things, but all those things, in my opinion, are driven by somebody who's driving the energy of that business, which then ultimately flows down to staff and then the customer's guests are receiving on the receiving end of that. And the thing that I believe is most important, which actually completely relates to what you're talking about is energy is transferable. So why do you want good energy? Well, one, it's going to be good for you. And a lot of the things that we're going to talk about are going to a reference past episodes, like starting with number one, I'm someone who is team good vibes. So I've always got a positive mindset. So my energy is always 100. It's great for me because it allows me to show up and have a certain way that I carry myself. But guess what? You can feel this energy. You can transfer this energy. People can radiate off the energy. And then as you're saying, when we're dealing with teams or you go to a place right there, all right, you've got the leader and you've got these other people and there's a vibe to it. And you know what? I believe this is something that is a skill in terms of your ability to build a vibe or the, a pulse of something. And with it being summertime Chicago right now, I think a great example of this is anytime you go onto a patio on a weekend and it's sunny outside in Chicago, 
you, you step right there. Even the guy checking your ID, he's smiling. He's happy. You go there, the people on the patio, you feel this vibe and this <clears throat> pulse. And that is actually energy. That's right. You know, so, so again, I mean, energy is a force. It's an attitude. Uh, it's magnetic. It's motivating. It's, it is something that I think that we all crave. And if you look at, if you look at situations where there is either tremendous energy in a space, in a room, in a situation, or a lack thereof, people are always going to gravitate towards the highest level of energy. And so when you're trying to motivate staff and you're trying to really, staff and or anybody, and this is actually, this is actually applicable to yourself, right? This is actually applicable to yourself. You can manage, there, we'll, we'll talk about it, but I think that there are things that you can do 100% that can help manage your energy. But in, in, as we've mentioned in the past, leadership is not just uh, that environment in which you work. There are th aspects of leadership that you bring home, and whether it's with your, you know, your family, your children, your wife, other people that are participating in your life, energy is such an important factor. When you look at, you know, the biggest, uh, or, or the, let's not even say the biggest. Let's talk about some of the most successful companies in businesses and sports teams. You know, you mentioned sports teams. I don't think that in any one of those situations you can actually go back and look and say that there was a lack of energy. You can tell that there is something about the spirit of the group. So in athletics, the teams that have won at the highest levels, you look at, you know, Dabo Sweeney and you look at the Clemson team and, and, and you see the amount of morale uh, that exists within the players, the cohesiveness in that group. You see coaches on the sideline that have energy for days and all that plays into development of heart stamina and success because it, it is it is hard to have that stamina without energy as a as a driver and sometimes that energy is coming from your teammate or it's coming from your coach wherever it's coming from it's an important uh component of of how success is actually achieved it is and positive energy is very much contagious i do think it is important for us to also talk about the inverse negative energy because negative energy is all around us right now. Negative energy is pushed to us, whether through media, social media, email, people trying to take your attention. And there's a term that I learned that I use in my life, and it's called energy vampires. You want to be aware of energy vampires. And what's an energy vampire? An energy vampire is someone who is there to suck your energy dry. And guess what? It's something that might not be conscious for the other person. But if you think about it, if anybody's ever been a Debbie Downer, someone that is a coworker or a friend or a family member or an acquaintance, when they're around, they're always just talk about woe is me, doom and gloom, and they bring the energy down. And just like positive energy is transferable, so is negative energy. And you have to do a lot more to overcome negative energy. And energy vampires, one can be other people, but two, you know who else it can be? Yourself. You need yeah. to catch yourself, <clears throat> and guess what? None of us are perfect, but we can drain the energy from other people. So once again, transferring this to leadership. As a leader, it is so important for you to, one, 
understand what your energy level is at. And then two, beware of energy vampires because it only takes one energy vampire to kill a room. So you need to be aware of whose energy is not good so that you can create the best environment for success. Super, super valid point. And I'm going to, um, you know, I want to share a quote from, from a book that I'm going to actually recommend at the, at the end of this, but it's, um, quote from the Zingerman's guide to, to good learning. It says, you know, low negative energy just brings trouble. Okay. And that's just the fact. And it, it, and I think that as, as young kids, we start to realize that there's certain people as we were growing up that just had that. And, and sometimes it was, we were getting guidance from our parents, from other adults that were saying, Hey, maybe you shouldn't hang out with those particular kids because they're, they're not, they're bad news. So for whatever reason, I mean, I think that the, the concept certainly is something that we, we, have, we have grown to, to try to understand. Hopefully, we'll, we'll drive it home a little bit more through, uh, during this episode. But positive energy brings innovation. It brings creativity. It brings caring. It brings big ideas. And it brings extra effort. And so, um, you know, as you're talking about th these effects, so each, each negative and positive or high and low energy both have extreme opposite uh, effects in terms of the spectrum. The, the thing that you mentioned in terms of being the consciousness and this responsibility of leaders to have this awareness of, of energy, that goes into the, you know, when you really talk, when we talk about the, the EQ and we go, we go back to that episode where we spoke about that, you know, I think I even referenced, you know, part of EQ is really being like spackle. It's, it's, it is being able to, as a leader, deliver your energy into the areas of deficiency. And so, but as somebody, as, as a leader, the, the responsibility through EQ is that we have, to, we have to honestly be listening and just emotionally aware of where the energy level is of our teammates at all times. And so, you know, anytime that I go into work, it, it's, it is, it is, there's an opportunity for me to check in with everybody that's on my team. And so that might be a hello, how you doing? How's your day? What's up? Whatever the case is, there's some form of communication or some type of touch that, that, that occurs, you know, an emotional touch or, or check-in rather. And that allows me to actually understand where they are from their energy scale. And if I can immediately sense that somebody is they're either having a bad day or they, they just, they didn't get a good night's sleep, whatever the case is, my next job is to go in to try to focus, to bring their energy up. And that sometimes is just letting them know that, Hey, whatever, whatever's going on, we got your back and there's plenty of love here and there's plenty of, plenty of energy and let's go. And this is a great segue to how do we do this or work on this? So we want to be better leaders around the world of energy. And you just great, gave a great example right there. But can you talk a little bit more about sort of how you work on managing your energy and or cultivating your energy? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a lot of the stuff that we've already spoken about in, in some of these previous episodes. And I think that, you know, um, the exciting thing about what we're talking about today and in some of the future episodes is really kind of bringing more depth and understanding to some of the things that we were speaking about. But, um, you know, some of the things that I would recommend is obviously that the whole concept of number one and the whole concept of taking care of yourself, you can't distribute energy to other people if you yourself don't have that energy. And so one of the things that I think 
you know, tends to be an energy suck for all of us is, is disorganization. And, and that in comes in, in a, in a bunch of different forms and it could come, you know, just the, the simplicity of actually having a tidy organized uh, home living environment. But, but organization is a, is a extremely broad concept, but I think that individuals that really are focusing on organizing themselves, their lives, I think have a greater capacity to, to deliver energy to other people. Obviously you talk about health and, and love, but health, um, you have to mean energy is a is a, a physical output thing that if you're not getting a good night's sleep or you're not taking care of yourself or you're not eating the right things and you're not exercising, it's gonna be very, very difficult to actually deliver a level of energy to other people. And so love, you know, to me, love is is the is the most powerful level of energy. I mean, that really lets people know immediately that there's some emanating force coming from you that that is about caring, that is about coaching, that is about making sure that they're going to be okay. And so taking care of number one is, is, um, is, a, is a critical piece. Because again, you can't take care of number two, number three, number four, if you're not taking care of number one. And that really involves that energy output. It's, it's that give, right? I think when you talk about, <clears throat> um, you know, we go back to again, the episode on, on grit, where we, we kind of highlight uh, purpose versus passion. If, you know, when you look at, at some of the most well-run and maybe from the surface or even internally, if we were to ask some of the companies that have some of the highest levels of morale, I think those organizations really have purpose. And so when you have, when you talk about the purpose, the individual's purpose, right? And I, I recommended that everybody kind of go through this exercise and that you really dig deep to try to find find your purpose. I think it's one of the greatest questions that we will encounter in life in general. And so I think it's important for us because purpose, if we have an individual purpose as, as individuals, we can uh, be convinced we will have a path, we will have a guiding light to really continue to get better at the things that we want to get better at and make sure that we are coming in at 100 to pursue that personal purpose. Again, back to you, when you get back to corporations, when you talk about businesses, businesses that have a fundamental understanding of who they are and what they're about, I think give less confusion to staff, give less confusion to customers, thus create more time to actually work on the fundamentals and actually more time to actually be who they've intended to be. And so to me, that, that equates to a lot of great energy. And so, you know, this, this can exist within a family unit, this can exist on a, on a team, this can exist in a corporate environment. Having a purpose and a fundamental path of where you're going is something that allows everybody else that's on that team and all teammates to have a little more comfortability and actually focus on the things that really matter and that is really kind of bringing energy and finding, finding you know, fulfilling those goals. I, and I think we, we just kind of touched on it before this is, is the component of EQ. And it's, it's just, um, you know, and there are ways to, to work on it. And we, we spoke about that in that, in that particular episode, but um, understanding where the deficiencies are, the energy deficiencies, that's like for us, everybody's got a little switch, right? They all, everybody's got a power switch. And so you're moving around the room and whether it's guests, I mean, you can pick this up from, from, you know, your guests, you can pick it up from your staff, you can pick it up from anybody that's in the room has either an on or off switch from an energy standpoint. So us as leaders, 
we're responsible for really dissecting that and understanding it and, you know, essentially going to turn on the power button on for everybody. And so I think those are the main things that I would say um, we can do to really um, continue to drive energy. And some people may say, you know what, I don't, I'm not a super energetic person. I, I would say that if you're doing something that you're super passionate about and that you find purpose in, I guarantee you that you have a smile on your face and that you're excited to do it. it there is, there is no exception. And some, you know, and the people that are may, maybe low energy individuals, maybe you're doing the wrong thing. Maybe you're not, maybe you're not with the people that you should be. And so there's a reason to have an introspective look at where you are in your life, where you are in your work life and, and all those things matter. I'm telling you that, that there is an opportunity to have high levels of energy and, and happiness when you're doing the things that you love. And we've all been there. We know it. I love that. So there's a few things that you said. One, I am not a super energetic person. If anybody ever says that to themselves, please throw that in the trash. Why? Because I am a master of language. I listen. If you tell yourself, I am not a super energetic person, guess what you are believing? You are putting out into the world that I am not a super energetic person. The inverse is actually true. If you wanted to be more energetic, what would you say? I am a super energetic person. Say that over and over again. So here's what I'm going to do. How do I turn on my power button, my switch? So a lot of the things that you talked about resonate so much with me. I'm, um, um, I have a passion for what I do. I'm so purpose-driven. So every morning I wake up and say, today is going to be a great day. But guess what? I've got to work on a boot sequence to get me that. So here's what you can do to help turn on your power switch. One, priming your mind. And what is that? Similar to that affirmation of, I am a super energetic person what are the things that you say to yourself or that you read that says, who are you now? Who do you want to be in the future? So the way that you can be more positive and have more energy is to start building that into your routine. Number two, meditation. So what do I say? And I've, I mentioned this before. One of my mantras, I'm doing this for myself and I'm doing this for others. And I'm actually getting more energy by doing nothing. It is the absence of thought in this always on world. Number three, gratitude. And this goes to your love uh, example because love and gratitude are cousins of each other. When you're thankful for something, you know what? You're smiling. When you're smiling, you have energy. So sit there and whether you're brushing your teeth. So one thing that I do when I brush my teeth in the morning, I sit there and, and I say, what are the three things that I'm thankful for? Boom, simple way to get some gratitude. Here's the next one, visualization. I want you to visualize your dreams, your best outcomes, the scenarios that you want. No different than a professional athlete who has done the same shot a million times in their head. The same is true for visualization. So Arturo, going back to that, I'm not the super energetic person and is everything really, are they around the right people and all of that? Well, let's visualize what does that life look like for you where you are the energetic person. And then uh, last thing here, be selective of your inputs. Why is this important? Because guess where all the energy vampires are? They are all around you. The news, social media, emails. Get that out of your life and replace it with good stuff. We've talked about how you can use music 
to help uplift your spirits and give you good energy. I love listening to Bob Marley. Why? It gives me good vibes. So be selective for your inputs. And guess what? Arturo, you know how much money it costs to do any of those things? Zero. Zero dollars. Every single person can do this. Takes no money. So what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think, you know, when you, um, so there's an interesting concept in meditation. You mentioned meditation. It's, it's the, the concept, it's not even a concept. It, it, it's, a, it's a name in Buddhism, uh, the Bodhisattva. And so that is, it is a, a monk, uh, an individual in Buddhism that has really l- reached enlightenment. But this individual uh, makes a vow to basically, um, instead of taking the path of, ascending into enlightenment, they actually stay to make sure that their energy and their enlightenment is spread amongst other people. And, and it's a, I get, you know, I get it. It's a deep concept, but it resonates with me. It resonates from, from an energy standpoint in the responsibility of a leader that we have, we have to pursue our own enlightenment. We do. Okay. And in that process, it's up to us to coach and to guide people to that next level. And that's what we, that's our responsibility as leaders. We are responsible for leaving the world a better place than where we, than what we found it. Okay. And so that to me is coaching, it's mentoring, it's giving that guidance, it's giving that energy. And that is, you know, something again, I think that um, that's what the world looks like to me filled with energy. I love that. And you know what? This is something you can also do when no one is watching. I'm just like you. I want to leave the world a better place. And whether that means I'm picking up a piece of trash when I'm walking down the street in West Loop or I'm helping somebody out, you know what? I feel like it is my duty to go above and beyond and to set the example because guess what? I know and that other person knows and making the world a better place happens one action at a time, whether anybody else sees it. You know, it's, um, it's, you know, the, the super great concept. And you actually, you just reminded me of something that I read. I forgot, I, for, I forgot what book it it's from, but, um, I actually do it. Uh, I used to do it very religiously. And, and now, um, now that we're talking about it, I'm going to probably jump back into it. But the recommendation was to, uh, as you're walking down the street or as you're, you know, moving about your, you know, your day, um, when you see somebody, whether you know them or you don't, to wish them the best, to, to, to hope nothing but goodness and greatness for that individual. And it actually is a very um, super enlightening kind of uh, thing, like going through your morning and literally looking at strangers and just saying, I hope the best for him. I hope the best for her. I mean, it's, a, it's an exercise that um, you hope other people are doing for you, right? You hope that that energy is being passed, passed to you as well. But that is just being, bringing some of the mindfulness uh, into play every day to make sure that you're keeping that mindset. And it's a positive mindset. And you know the, the, the world or the, the, the energy that positivity brings is a remarkable thing. And, and those, are, those are really the stories, the strong stories of success that we've all heard are driven by people that have uh, extreme optimism, high levels of positivity, and great energy. 
I love that because that is something that I do on a consistent basis. And I can give you one example where I always do it. When I run from my place in West Loop down to the Riverwalk, uh, I run down Lake Street and then right where Canal is, there's like an overpass and there's always homeless people sitting there or sleeping. And I'm usually running in the morning. And you know what? Every single time I run past them, I wish them good vibes and for something good to happen to them because my heart really feels for them. And for me, just in that moment, when I see them and there's the cardboard boxes there, uh, I just say, you know what? I hope something good happens to this person today. And you know what? Every episode we have an action item or a takeaway. And you know what, Arturo? I think what you just said is by far the best thing that we can do is we should all go in over the next week. Make it a point once a day to wish good things for someone else that you don't even know. Just make it part of your consciousness because I think the key of this is the awareness of it. And when you become more aware, it's going to become something where it's automatic for you. Right. You know, um, I think the, I think the other, you know, so that exercise and then just the, the power of, of a hello or a good morning uh, has an extraordinary effect. I mean, it's, it's really interesting. Um, you know, as I, I walked through the neighborhood with my daughter and she's got this little motorized four wheeler thing or whatever. Um, but she's one of the most social kind of high energy people, you know, little people that I, that I know. And she, she'll say hi to really to anybody. And, um, it takes people almost knocks them off their feet because they just weren't expecting it. It's, it's amazing that people don't expect other people to say hi or to smile that that's, that's no longer an expectation. Um, and, and, you know, you talk about the energy domino effect, the, the idea that we can set this effect off in a very positive way is a strong thing. And I think that we've all had instances where um, either we were treated uh, poorly um, or negatively, um, and that had an effect on us for the rest of the day. It's like we're almost transferring that bad energy to the next person. So if somebody's rude to us, mean to us, puts us in a bad mood, it can. Um, and then we automatically are starting to move that bad energy from person to person. And so the, the adverse uh, you know, effect happens too. So imagine again, the power of a hello or a good morning. I mean, that has the ability to actually change somebody's day and their entire perspective on how things look based on the fact that you've actually just delivered some good vibes, some good energy. Here's a tip, the simple, one of the simplest tips I can give. 100% of the time when someone says, Rob, how are you doing? You know what my response is? Amazing, excellent, awesome. And this is no joke, 100% of the time. Why? Because it sets a tone exactly what you just talked about with your daughter and then the inverse on the negative side. When I come out, people are like, whoa, man, you're always positive. I'm like, of course, there's so many good things for us to be optimistic about, but you don't want someone. We've all had it. Hey, Arturo, how are you doing? Fine. Okay. Eh. You're like, whoa. What is, th what is this? Like, that makes no sense. So you as a leader, a very simple thing you can do, make sure that word that you say is awesome, amazing, great, and feel that. So here's the last thing that we're going to do, Arturo. Give some book recommendations. And I've got two of them. One is Wake Up Happy by Michael Strahan. Really enjoyable read. And the second one is called The USA Guide to Balance. Y-U-S-A. Uh, this one is a little bit more 
um, along the lines of people who like to meditate and visualize and has a little bit of a spiritual internal element to it. But guess what? I like to be a student of the game of all things, and it's a unique perspective. Do you have a book recommendation? Yeah, I do. Uh, I kind of referenced it at the very beginning. So Zingerman's Guide to Leading. Zingerman's is a, is a small, well, they're no longer small. They're a $40 million, $45 million company out of Ann Arbor, Michigan. So Zingerman's Guide to, uh, to Leading, it's a multi-edition uh, series. The Being a Better Leader is the book that I'm referencing. Probably half of the book is actually about the effects of energy on a business. And it's a, it is such a, it's such a tremendous book. So if you ever get an opportunity to read it and energy is something that you're really interested in, pick it up because it, it is, it's great. It's actually, I read it many years ago and it actually changed my entire perspective on how I need to be, um, uh, how I need to better manage my energy so that I can create the output that I want to create. Arturo, we're getting a ton of positive feedback about this show. And you know what the number one thing that would help us out is? is if you enjoy the Leadership DNA podcast, jump on iTunes, give us a rating and review, and let us know what you think about it because that helps with discovery. And certainly with us just starting this show out, we love getting the positive feedback, but it really helps just discovery when more people have rated this show. So that's one thing that can really help us. Arturo, where can everybody connect with you? They can connect with me really on any social media platform, but LinkedIn is probably going to be the best. So Arturo Gomez, LinkedIn. And for me, you can hit me up at Rob Cressy on all social media platforms, but LinkedIn and Instagram are the best.